Hello, coaches. It's Whitney from the Get the Pancake podcast, a podcast for volleyball coaches. In today's episode, I'm going to be reading you not one, but two articles from getthepancake.com. And I'm also going to be including some audio from the Get the Pancake YouTube channel. Why am I including so much information in one podcast? Well, the end of season is coming up for a lot of us and I thought instead of just spreading out the information over a couple of episodes, I would just put it all here for you in one nice little package. So today I'm going to be reading you the articles, Five Ways to Honor Seniors on Senior Night and End of Season Party Ideas. And then I'm going to be including the audio from the YouTube video, Five Steps to a Great End of Season Speech. We've got a lot to cover, so we're going to get right into it. Five Ways to Honor Seniors on Senior Night by Whitney Bartuk from GetThePancake.com. If you're listening to this, I don't need to tell you that Senior Night is a big deal. Traditionally the final home match of a volleyball season, Senior Night carries significance not only for your senior players, but for parents, the coaching staff, and for the rest of your program as well. With volleyball being a fall sport in most areas of the U.S., this might also be one of the first times it really hits your players that they're graduating and leaving high school life. Practically every senior night in my memory, either as a coach or as a player, involves tears. Lots and lots of tears. So what's a coach to do to honor their seniors the right way? You want to make sure that they feel valued by the school and community, but let's be real, we also have a budget to follow. Here are five ideas for you to consider if they're right for your program. Use them all or combine them in a new way. Senior night idea number one, make posters for each senior. Make this a team function after practice one day after you dismiss your seniors. Get out the poster board, consider doing printouts of your seniors and sticking their picture on the paper, and just go to town with paint or markers. Go as crazy as you want at a store like Hobby Lobby or Joanne Fabrics. Get glitter, feathers, pom-poms, you name it. Get to the gym early on senior night and hang up posters in a prominent spot in your gym. You may get a preview of the waterworks about to ensue if you catch the moment your seniors spot your team's artwork. As a tip, markers usually do not work well or will run out very quickly. So if you're going to use them, make sure to use specific poster paper markers. Markers are better last minute and do not require dry time like paint does, but paint is probably preferred if you can keep your work area clean and have a place for the posters to dry. Senior night idea number two. Give each senior one to two minutes of air time. One of the biggest contributors to a weepy farewell is giving your seniors the chance to write a bio. Have a questionnaire for your players to fill out with basic questions like their name, their parents or family members, where they're going to college, if they've decided or if they're playing, when they started playing volleyball, etc. And then give them fun questions like, what was your favorite volleyball memory while in high school? What advice do you have for the freshmen? What do you love about this year's team? Everyone will love their short time in the spotlight, and everyone gets to learn a little more about your seniors. Hearing your tough middle blocker tell her freshman sister that she's going to do great things if she keeps up the hard work will be adorable, and it will be a fun memory for the family. Now, a few side tips if this is what you want to do. First, have your players type out their answers and send it back to you because most likely some of their handwriting is awful. Make them send it to you or type it up yourself afterwards. Then you'll give it to your school's announcer to read that night. Give it to them a day or two ahead of time so they have time to review and get the presentation correct. 
or if you have the right equipment, you could have your seniors read their own bios and record them doing so. This makes it even more personal and nothing gets lost in the way it's read out loud. Lastly, but definitely important, check them first. High schoolers try to be sneaky and might share information which they think is coded and no one will understand, but really everyone will probably know what they're trying to say and it'll be embarrassing for everyone. If something seems like an inside joke, have it explained to you. You want to honor your seniors, not have them share information which might actually get them in trouble. Senior night idea number three, prepare a slideshow. You can show this before the game if it's short enough or save it for after the game and have a small meeting or party once the match is over. If you've been with a program for a while, you might be able to share pictures of your seniors as freshmen or even middle school players. Ask the parents to share baby pictures with you or get pictures from when they started playing volleyball. You can either make the slideshow specifically about the seniors, about the team as a whole, or do a combination of both. If you save this until the end, it'll give your team time to reminisce about the season before it's officially over. Unless, of course, senior night is your last match. You'll still want to do an end of the season party later on, but you can give out information here and let your team know what to expect next. Some tips. If you are going to do a party, make sure that you have some food and refreshments and a small speech prepared. Everyone will have an expectation that you'll say something as the head coach, so be ready. If you're going to do a slideshow before the match, make sure it's short. You could pair this with the bios and give your crowd some additional entertainment. Senior night idea number four, make t-shirts. If you're able to plan ahead, consider getting t-shirts made for your seniors. These will be a keepsake for your players for years to come. Get a group picture or have a student come up with a creative design that highlights all your seniors and then get shirts made for the whole team. You can wear them as warm-ups on senior night. You could also sell more to parents and fans. Before the game starts, do a t-shirt toss and throw some out to the crowd too. This will probably be a long process, so get this started ASAP if you're interested. You could either go to a local shop or use online stores like customink.com. Senior night idea number five, give out goodie bags. Give your seniors a bag of presents before the match. All this takes is a quick trip to the dollar store and you're bound to find something that will make them laugh and that they'll enjoy. When I was a senior, we received plastic crowns and feather boas from our coach and we all have some pretty funny pictures from posing with these on. A few of us also gave these to our moms and our moms were wearing them for a while too. You could also throw in small meaningful things related to the season like a bag of Twizzlers for the girl who is always eating these before every practice, or a container of ketchup for your senior who used way too much every time you stopped for food on the way home. Take some time yourself to come up with these funny gifts or assign your team to coming up with them. Again, always check that an inside joke is actually funny and appropriate. You don't want a senior with hurt feelings on senior night. As a tip, make sure to get bags in the right size and label each one. You don't want a huge bag that's only half full, and you don't want Amanda taking Jessica's bag home at the end of the night. As a bonus tip for how to honor your seniors on senior night, make sure that you get them cards. When the slideshow is over, feather bows are put away, and the posters have come down, the best way to give your seniors something that they can hold on to is to give them a small card with messages from the team. Make sure the cards are appropriate. I feel like I'm overemphasizing this, but after coaching high school a number of years, I know what these girls are capable of, and that everyone writes a little message. This will make it 10 times more valuable and appreciated by your player. A nice note from the coach is something they'll enjoy for years to come. All right, and that was five ways to honor seniors on Senior Night. I hope you are feeling inspired and maybe came up with a couple of ideas for your own team. 
The next article that I'm going to read is just a quick piece on end-of-season party ideas. Wait, it's over already? It's amazing how quickly a volleyball season ends. One minute you're scratching your head trying to figure out how you could possibly have two more months left, or the two to three week range for high school, and the next minute you're giving your final good game and facing a group of parents wanting details on the end-of-season party. What do you do? Ideally, you've thought about this already and have at least set a day and time for the end-of-season party. You tell your players you'll see them soon, and you get home as quickly as you can to relax. It's over. You can go back to your regular life schedule. But not so fast, though. You need to give your team the send-off that they deserve, and it's going to take just a little more work before you can really, honestly, truly relax. Party venue. As I mentioned before, you should already have a date and time set up. The venue could be included in this, but I wanted to give you a few options to consider. What's your budget like? Are you going to be hosting just your team? Three teams? 30 teams? The size of your awards banquet and end of season party will determine the venue and the budget. There's no need to go overboard though. You can honestly throw a great party even in the most basic venue. A local pizza place, a player's home, a middle school cafeteria, and a practice facility are all places I have hosted or been to awards banquets. Determine what is right for your team and club and move forward from there. Keeping costs low on rentals helps with the rest of your planning. Food. Obviously, if you're having a small gathering at a pizza place, you're going to get your players pizza. Honestly, pizza is a great option for a number of places, but if you're having players dress up, pizza might be a little too messy. Other options could include salad, chips and salsa, cake, cookies, tacos, burgers, etc. Expect your players to be hungry. Volleyball players can put away a lot of food. If you're holding your awards banquet at a place which serves food, get permission to bring in a cake or cookies. They will not always let you do this, so call ahead and check. For dessert, consider volleyball-themed cookies, cake pops, or cupcakes. Kids these days are all about taking pictures, and having fun food will give them something to share with their friends. A photo wall. In the past, my players have been all about selfies and other photographic moments. Set up a fun backdrop, get some props, and then just sit back and watch because this will be the most popular area of the night. Coaches love it too. As a side note, I'm going to include a link to my Amazon shop, which is where I post items from Amazon that I recommend for volleyball coaches. I have a special end of season list that I've created, so you can go and check it out. The link will be in the description for this podcast. Party decorations. If you're using a venue which is not normally used for parties, chances are that it is not the most festive looking. Spruce it up by adding balloons, streamers, table centerpieces, and other fun decorations. Bonus points for using club or school colors. Speech. Have a speech prepared to give to your program. The success of your speech can determine how your players leave feeling about the season, so make sure to give it some thought. For tips on how to prepare an awesome speech, well, just stick around. That's going to be the next part of this podcast episode. Awards. Awards can be given out using a few methods. A team vote coach's choice, a combination of the two, or using stats. I've found that the easiest way to give awards is to let the players vote, and then if I see anything off, or if there are ties that need to be broken, my assistant and I will make the final decision. There was one year where I made the decision on my own, and although I firmly stand behind my decisions, the players seemed confused by my MVP choice, who was the hardest worker and highly skilled, but not the most skilled, and I got a sense that there was a suspicion of favoritism. Letting players vote gets them thinking about their performance for the year and means more to the player who received the award. Another year I gave everyone an award based on their stats, 
like high skill percentage, most aces, etc. There were a few people I struggled with. I think the players enjoyed this because they got to go home and tell their parents that they had the most passes that season, but I can't guarantee you'll find something noteworthy for everyone. When you're presenting awards, make sure to say something about each player receiving the award, we'll talk about that a little later on, and have something physical to give them for their achievement. Calling someone as MVP and just having them stand there is awkward. (laughs) It doesn't need to be anything more than a piece of paper, but having something versus nothing will make a big difference. As a side note, I highly suggest you do not do funny awards. As much as we feel we get to know our players, sometimes what we think is funny is actually hurtful or we don't understand the full inside joke or we're just plain not that funny. It might be okay to give a silly type of award if your club has a running joke or a gag award that they do every year, but I'd recommend staying away from this gray area. I do have some awards that you can print out and fill in from getthepancake.com, so I'll include a link to that in the description. Those are just a handful of ideas for end-of-season parties. Again, I hope this gets you inspired and gets your creative juices flowing. I would say the most important thing is to have it decorated in a fun way and make sure that there's food. If you're not the decorating type of person, I know I really struggle to make streamers look good, you can recruit some parents or even players to help you get the venue set up. Now, finally, I'm going to be playing the audio from Five Steps to Give a Great End of Season Speech from the Get the Pancake YouTube channel. If you haven't seen the YouTube channel yet, I'll include a link so that you can go and check it out. Lately, I've been more focused on creating podcasts and more products for you all, but I'm hoping to add more videos in the future. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you know when more videos are coming out. Before I play the audio for you from this YouTube video, I wanna give you a heads up that it is from the time when I did not have a microphone for my recordings. So the audio is a little harsh. I just wanna let you know so you can get your ears ready. Hey coaches, today I'm gonna give you five steps to follow in order to give the best speech at your end of season party. Hi everyone, I'm Whitney from Get the Pancake. And today I'm gonna talk to you about five steps to follow in order to give the best speech at your end of season party. I'm also gonna throw in a few bonus tips. Step number one, which you are already following, is to prepare. It is so important to show up and know exactly what you're going to say. I personally like to write things down, that way I have everything in my mind already planned out. A lot of people think that they can wing it, but let's be honest, Usually you kind of, you blank or there's an interruption and someone distracts you and then you completely lose your train of thought. That will derail most speeches, especially if you're trying to wing it. Step number two is to give a brief overview of your season. If you finished first place, won some tournaments, competed in the championship, those are all great things that you should be highlighting and bragging about. This is not a time to be humble or to hold back. However, if you lost a lot during your season, that can be a challenge, but you still probably improved. Highlight all the different ways that your team improved from the beginning to the end of the season, and that will get you through a positive overview of your season. So number three is to introduce the whole team. If you are having your own team party and it's only you, of course you need to take the time to talk about each player and their accomplishments and their achievements throughout the season. But if you're in one of those clubs that has 
10, 20, 30 teams who still want to highlight everyone that participated and contributed during your season. So what I like to do is just call out their number, their name, and then their position played, and then you've covered all of your bases. Side tips when you are introducing everyone on your team, you want to make sure to give them instructions before you call out their name, and you also want to make sure that you know how to pronounce their name. Not knowing your player's last names looks very unprofessional. So number four is to actually announce the awards that you're going to be giving. So I always like to give a most improved, a most spirited, and a most valuable player or MVP. Before each award, you'll want to say which award you're announcing, a description of what that award means, and then you'll want to say three things about the player that gets the award in this order. One, something very broad. Two, another broad comment about that player. And three, you want it to be very specific and identifiable. Here's an example. This player had a lot of team spirit. They were at every single tournament and every practice this season. Both broad and could probably apply to a few players on your team. Your last identifiable comment, they had a great pancake at our last tournament. This will build anticipation and keep the audience interested. Everyone will be guessing, hmm, who has the most team spirit? Wait, who was at every tournament? And then they're like, oh, it was Joelle who got the pancake at the last tournament. This also gives the players who aren't getting that award some time to process it before their, the name is actually called. As you did with the full team, you want to give instructions about what to do when their name is called. So if you have your whole team come and stand up next to you, you want to tell the people who are receiving awards to take a step forward. Or if you're having your whole team stand up and wave at everyone, you want to tell your award recipients to come forward and stand next to you until everyone is called. The last step in giving a great end of season party speech is to do your thank yous and your send off. Every season when I've had an assistant coach, they have been awesome and they totally deserve a ton of thanks for all of the effort that they put in and a lot of the work that they did. Take the time to say one or two nice things about them and then recognize them and have everyone clap. Most likely, the clapping will be uh, enthusiastic and your team will be cheering like crazy for this assistant coach. You also, as that's going on, want to thank the players and their families for their support throughout the season. And then you're going to want to segue into the next team or the next coach who's presenting. This will signify a clear ending of your speech. A few bonus tips. One is to keep it concise. If you are at one of those big clubs where there's 30 teams, you want to get up and sit down as fast as you can while still making it memorable for your players. So keep it as short as possible. That's why you practice. Also, you want to keep it positive no matter what, even if someone left the team in the middle of the season or if someone broke their leg. Those are all kind of negative things and you want to keep it as positive as possible. So just kind of leave those, leave those out. And my last tip, don't try to be funny. End of season awards banquet is not a time to test your joke telling skills, especially in a large crowded room full of people that you will see again. If you regularly give speeches where you're making jokes and people laugh, that's fine. Tell your jokes, run it past someone first, make sure that it is actually funny, but do not use this time to 
tell inside jokes that only apply to one or two players on your team who might even be embarrassed that it's not that funny that you're sharing it in front of everyone and they might not even give you a sympathy laugh, not speaking from personal experience. All right, so there you have it. There are five steps to giving the best end of season speech at your party. Thank you coaches so much for listening to this week's episode of the Get the Pancake podcast. I hope you enjoyed me bringing all of this information into one episode and that you were able to get some ideas and plan ahead for your end of season. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so I know how I'm doing. Again, thank you so much and I look forward to having you back for next week's episode.